Thank you for joining me for another edition of Bearcat Rewind. We've got a fun one here for you today as our guest has been a pillar of Northwest Missouri State basketball for the last four years. And it's fitting that podcast number 111 for us is with number one for the Northwest Missouri State men's basketball team. From the green and white of St. Joseph Lafayette, now the green and white of the Bearcats, Diego Bernard is our guest today. And Diego hit Bearcat Nation with some big news last week, officially announcing that he would return for a fifth season on the basketball court. With Bernard at the helm, Northwest has won three straight national championships and of course probably would be four in a row had the tournament not been canceled in March of 2020 due to COVID-19. Now we recorded this prior to the announcement coming from Bernard, so the question of will you be returning is actually in there, along with the follow-ups of why, which might seem kind of obvious. You look at the success they have had, he's back with Coach McCollum once again, but it's a little bit more layered than that as he kind of spoke with his family, and of course um, he mentioned here that uh, his mom has really been adamant about the education piece of it, which finishing out a degree this upcoming year as well. So um, it's been an important thing for him, but it goes a little bit deeper than just basketball. We'll talk about that with Diego Bernard coming up. And it's been a lot of fun to watch him throughout his career and seeing him grow on and off the court, really. Uh, John Dykstra from the Maryville Forum also had an article last week about Diego's return. One of the quotes I loved in it came from Ben McCollum, talking about Diego's, as he said it, violent competitiveness and how he plays with that, but also He's managed to utilize it in a way that's more than just being physical and running up and down the floor. And it's become an almost an extreme aggressiveness that he does keep under control with some of those drives and no-look passes, the steals, the rebounding. Uh, it has been fun to see how Diego has really put that into play from freshman year, now heading into season number five with Northwest Missouri State. So be sure to check out that work by Johnny D in the forum. Always good stuff there. And we have plenty here from Diego as well as we dive into his decision in his career at Northwest Missouri State. Bearcat Rewind is brought to you by the Northwest Foundation, providing support for the Northwest Alumni Association and the university's funding needs since 1971. More information on Facebook or at nwmissouri.edu foundation. And Clorinda Regional Health Center, offering support to Southwest Iowa and Northwest Missouri each day during times of uncertainty through a local team of providers and nurses. More information at clorindahealth.com. We're talking with Diego Bernard, and, and Diego, as we uh, look at it, Northwest Missouri State basketball wraps up another national championship. We've hit the off season now, and you, you're up here in Maryville. Things a little bit quieter. How are you passing the time right now uh, between seasons and the off season, and kind of getting ready for that next school year? Yeah, um, uh, right now everybody everybody's going back home. Um, I'm just up there in St. Joe, so I'm not too far away from home. So yeah, I, I stay up here. Um, Helping Joe Q out in the weight room, um, just trying to just trying to um, pass by, lifting, um, helping him with paperwork, whatever he needs to get done, um, and just uh, finish my internship. Really. So, have you had a chance at all to kind of sit back and really let this season wash over you of what you guys accomplished, the first ever D two team to win three straight national titles? <sighs> Man, yeah. As the season was was going on. Uh, it was it was a grind for sure. Um, after after season uh, done, my um, last week had um, had a bunch of family over um, at, my, at my grandma's house. Um, got to see everybody, and they would uh, congratulate me on, on uh, my accomplishments. And uh, it, it hit me then, um, just a big smile on my face. Uh, just just happy to see uh, my family happy for me, and um, just glad I could do something that uh, made everybody proud. When you think about 
your four years at Northwest Missouri State to this point, um, it's pretty crazy. Unbeaten in the tournament, 131-8 and overall. It's kind of what you, you dream about and say, boy, if everything really worked out, we could do this, this, and this. But yeah. how often do those dreams actually come true? I feel like it's rare. Um, mm-hmm. Is that something you kind of look back on and say, boy, this is, this is exactly kind of how I penciled it out in my mind but didn't think it happened? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, coming in, my, um, I think it was my junior year, uh, 2017, when they won the championship, um, I, I, saw, I started looking, looking into the program. Um, I was thinking, man, if I get up there, then maybe, maybe we, can, we can win another one, uh, not even thinking two. Not even, let alone three. Um, just thinking, uh, I could come up there and try to try to uh, give my game um, to the program that Mac is teaching us um, and the uh, philosophy that he is doing, um, and try try to uh, try to try to help the team win another championship. And when I got here, um, it was it was crazy um, coming in. Uh, Joey, man, he just, he took he took us that that year. Um, that team was his team. Him and Dre. Um, they did it the right way, taught, taught, um, taught us how we're supposed to run the program. Uh, my junior, I mean, my uh, sophomore year, um, Hawk uh, and uh, D. Lane uh, and Ryan Welty, man, they, they ran the program uh, just as fluently as my freshman year. Um, they had that, that COVID hit, um, but I feel like we had a, um, a good chance to going back um, to, the, to the championship or to the Elite Eight. Um, then my, my junior year, um, well, you know, it is my senior year, but in Trev, you know, you know, I ain't even got to say much about him. Um, <laughs> he, he just, he's a class act guy, always down to earth, always ready to fight for you. Um, and he's reliable at the same time. And so many great names and guys leaving lasting impacts on this program, yourself included, along with that. Um, mm-hmm. You kind of go through the championships. I have to go back to 2019 real quick. Uh, Coach yeah. uh, Coach Max said as as you guys got into the Elite Eight and as that season went on, he's mentioned it quite a few times since, uh, mm-hmm. that there was one or two scrimmages, and he talks like it was the worst Northwest basketball team of all time. Just like, man, we were no good at all. There's no way we're winning games. And then, of course, that's the undefeated season. Were, was the team that bad in the in the scrimmage he's referring to, or was that blown up a little bit? Oh, yeah. Um, that, that that was a um, – I know we played five-on-five five against each other, um, but that was the first time in, in a game uh, we're, all, we're all being one, uh, going against another program. That's that really good. Um, when we came in, I, th- I thought we, was, uh, we wasn't prepared as the other teams were. Um, we, it, was, it was a struggle the first, first uh, few, few scrimmages for sure. A um, lot, lot of turnovers, a lot of missed shots. Um, they're getting out of transition. We're not getting back. Um, but we, 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 uh, we had a couple weeks to figure that out. And uh, for sure, Mac, Mac found a way to figure it out and uh, got us rolling. <laughs> he got rolling in a big way, too, as, again, going on to win the second championship in program history there. So uh, we're looking at now, you wrap up your four at Northwest. Uh, because of COVID in 2020, you've got that chance to come back and play for a fifth year. So mm-hmm. uh, I know you've talked about it a little bit, but a lot of folks still wondering, does Diego Bernard come back for one more season? Um, yeah, after uh, talking to Coach Mack um, after the season um, in my family, uh, I feel like uh, it's my best interest to come back one more year. Um, I graduate in December, so I have my internship left. Um, I started I started here at Northwest. Uh, I want to finish here. I want to get my degree here. So 
Uh, one uh, COVID blessed me with one more year, so uh, my fifth year, I'm I'm decided to come back uh, play for Coach Mack one more year. Well, you talk about starting here and wanting to finish at Northwest and the loyalty to Coach Mack as well. Um, but we've seen what you bring to the table. Um, you could go elsewhere and play, whether that's trying to find a Division One home or going overseas or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. Ultimately, what I mean. Was there one driving factor? Was it Coach Mack? Was it uh, talking with your parents or something that did ultimately make it to where it was you do want to stay in Maryville for one more year? Um, my, my mom's really big on uh, education. Uh, she wants me to get my degree. Uh, she, lo- she loves me playing basketball, um, but she wants my degree to come first. Um, and she always told me to start what I finish. Um, and if I started here, uh, I'm not going to – go go anywhere else and uh, try to make it my new home. Um, I came here my freshman year and decided to make this my home. So this is my path that I'm going to uh, choose. And if and then after the season, then we'll see uh, how it goes. But I'm, I decided to get my uh, degree here from my mom. I love to hear that and, and that obviously we see what you do on the floor and it's it's impressive, but uh, coming away with a diploma, finishing up the education, so huge. Mm-hmm. You know, your your sisters played college ball, and now they're off having successful careers. Your parents don't miss a ball game. Yeah. Was it a quick conversation with the family of, nope, this is what I'm doing, or was it a few different ones that come back around to really try to uh, hammer this one home to make the decision? Um, yes, there was a decision of what, what I wanted to do, if I wanted to come back here, uh, if I wanted to try uh, – a different experience or um or try to go pro um but i just i just told them that uh i got one more year uh i'm in my uh eligibility um and then looking back on it when i when i get older and stuff like i should have came back that uh, last year um i should i shouldn't uh try to go somewhere else and make that a new home or try to make my name uh, somewhere else um but then then uh, i told them that um, Northwest is my home. It's not far away from uh, any any of my family either, so they can watch me one more year too. So they agree with me uh, in that aspect. So they they uh, thought it was a good decision for me to come back one more year. We see relationships playing a big role within athletics, but of course, as you kind of go throughout your life too. But I mean, you yourself and Coach McCollum have been um, so tight and linked together through the past four years, and really beyond that to the, the recruiting aspect when you were at Lafayette as well. Um, mm-hmm. What role does that relationship play, and not only you coming back, but um, you as you m- get molded into a man and, and really kind of sit out into the world after you graduate in December and get your, yourself ready to head out? I mean, what's that relationship meant to you of really being tight with Coach McComb, the man, not just the coach? Yeah, um, yeah. as a coach, he's, he's a great coach. Um, but just 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 as, as a man, uh, just a person that you you look up to, that you that you want to be um, when you when you become his age, uh, he he does things right. He wants uh, the better for for the kid when he leaves the program, uh, on and off the court. Um, if you didn't learn anything from him um, on the court, then he he makes sure that you leave with something that he he taught you off the court. And um, I feel like it's just. Just his character that that um, that I'm gonna leave with. Um, I feel like he he has built my uh, character up as as a man off the court. Um, how I carry myself um, and, and uh, as I play basketball too. Um, he he just, he's just a good guy. Um, always trying to be loyal to him because uh, that's that's his motto in life. 
uh, to be loyal to people, and they'll be loyal back. So that's what I'm trying to be. Um, and he, he's he's been loyal to me, so I'm I'm going to be loyal to him too. Along with McCollum and Zach, of course, West Dreamer, Luke Waters, Byron Alexander, Isaiah Jackson, those guys will be around you. They'll be with you. You're never on the floor by yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. But over the years, it's always been DB and Trevor or DB, yeah. Trevor, and Ryan, Joey mixed in. Is there any anxiety that kind of comes with the uncertainty about not seeing number 12 or number 33 on the floor with you as you head out into that final year? <laughs> Man, number 12, that's my guy. Man, first first year being here. Man, without him, um, it's gonna it's gonna be different for sure. Um, I know I know Matt's gonna get us uh, ready. Um, I just got to go in there and prepare myself uh, like I do every year, go in with the same mindset. Um, I just I just feel like um, that uh, without him, uh, I feel like we're gonna be moving a lot more. Um, the ball is gonna be swinging a lot more. So I feel like everybody's gonna have to. Um, step up but i feel like it's not a, a task that we can't handle uh, i go we got everybody coming back except for uh trev it's a <laughs> that's a big piece to fill man for sure uh but at, at the end of the day as one guy um i think we have uh four people coming in so we're gonna have to get them up to speed and i think that will be all right and it's always impressive to see the team always ready to go regardless of who leaves, and they always kind of stay part of the family. Uh, the mm-hmm. program keeps on moving, and, and it'll be fun to watch. So as we look at it, you're coming down the stretch. You are top ten at Northwest in career points, rebounds, steals, and assists. Is there one stat in that way? And I know wins are above all, but when you kind of yeah. think about that, does one stand out to you a little bit more than the others? Um, really, uh the rebounding's really, because I, I I knew I could uh, rebound, but in high, in high school I really I really wasn't going to get the ball like I'm like I'm doing in college. I don't know. It just it just got it got in me. Um, and I normally I normally was the primary one, so I really didn't wasn't crashing the glass in high school. But as as my two as I've uh, been developing the two guard, um, I feel like it's helped me um, go crash the ball uh, more going to be able to uh, go see the ball coming off the uh, rim. Um, but, no, rebound, really, it, it shocked me. And uh, I'm just trying to uh, keep it going, really. There's kind of an art to it, too, isn't there? The, the timing, of course, but then you jump high, but you jump so quick, too, that um, I feel like there's a lot more that goes into it that, you know, a guy like me sits back and say, man, I, I couldn't jump that high. But there's a lot that kind of figures into just pulling in a rebound. Oh, yeah. Um, you have to have uh, the instinct of the ball. Um you gotta um, have the instinct to know where the ball is gonna come off if if the ball hits at what what angle of the rim. Um, it just it, it it comes with repetition too. Um, just playing playing pickup, playing games, um, just seeing how the ball uh, treats off the rim. If it's a hard rim or a soft rim, um, and just trying to go up there and get it at the highest point. Because um, most people try to get it when it when it's already coming down. If you go get it at the highest point, then you'll most likely get more rebounds. So a lot of this comes in, and it does have to go back into the weight room. You put in a lot of work in the off season to be able to get to this point. Mm-hmm. Now you're working with Joe Quinlan a little bit, as you mentioned, kind of as we were there at the outset. Mm-hmm. Is future strength and conditioning coach in Diego Bernard's future, or do you have a different career path you want to go down? Yeah, um, after after I get done uh, playing basketball and stuff, uh, I want to uh, build my own my own uh, 
like facility and work work people out. Um, like even even with like basketball and stuff like one on ones. But I, I I like to look into uh, like build building a separate part of like a gym part too to like help people working out on the street too. So so like working from Joe, uh, I've, I've gained a lot of knowledge. Uh, he's, he's a good mentor, like the person I look up to in this field. Um, highly recommended, and I can see why. I mean, whenever you know the first guy that you sign to be able to come into your gym that you're going to be working at is Trevor Hudgens. You're <laughs> at, you're in a long line at the door. People are going to say this guy knows what he's talking about. Man, yeah. If if, Trev, if Trev's my uh, first client, then I, I think I'll be all right. I think <laughs> I'll be all right. <laughs> all right. So you said it. You're coming back one more season of basketball for Diego Bardarn at Northwest Missouri State. You're a heck of an athlete. Um, Obviously, we saw you in, in high school football there at uh, Lafayette in St. Joseph. Uh, you can jump out of the mm-hmm. gym, so track could also be in the future. I'd imagine you could probably play baseball, too, whether you're pitching or, or, or uh, out there in the outfield. What other sport could you play, would you play, would you consider here at Northwest? Um, maybe a little tennis with Rosie or something? Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah, because I've I, I developed a uh, – a strong connection with with uh, Rosie out there at the at the tennis uh, tennis court. So may, maybe in my in my future he might he might get me out there. I think <laughs> I think I'll be I'll be pretty okay because I was good at pickleball in high school. Yeah, yeah. There we had go. we I had a pickleball class in high school, so I don't think I don't think it's too too different, really. You know, just a few paddle. nuances here and there. You can figure it out. Yeah, yeah. You should give it a try. I know. Uh, Rosie and Colin McDonough played a lot of tennis together. Um, the next time you see those guys, ask them about the time they beat John Coffey in doubles, and it absolutely right. shattered John. So uh, <laughs> you'll have to ask them about that. But, uh, All right, I will. Awesome. Well, pickleball and tennis, that's in the future, along with the, the gym you're going to open up. So we're looking forward to that. Mm. But first, of course, you've got another season of basketball coming up here at Northwest uh, later on this winter. So looking forward to that. And, Diego, thanks so much for your time. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. We appreciate Diego Bernard joining us on today's podcast. The man is top 10 all-time at Northwest in points, rebounds, steals, assists. He has a whole lot more left in the tank. It'll be fun to watch him this upcoming season. Next week with our podcast, we get back on the football side of things. We'll be joined with Jared Erschbommer, a former All-American for the Bearcats. And he's gone pro in professional sports, but just not football, actually, with Hendrick Motorsports. We'll be hearing from Jared Erschbommer coming up next week here on the podcast. Other previous guests have included Dr. Clarence Green, the interim president for Northwest Missouri State, also a former defensive tackle for Bearcat football, Mallory McConkie, Dr. Allison Hoffman, Blake Hardegree, and many more. Check out those archived editions of the podcast. Thanks to Northwest Professor Alex Kurt producing our intro and outro music, and thank you for tuning in. I'm Matt Tritton. We'll talk to you again next week.